This is blog number 365, entitled Red Flags and Rose-Colored Glasses. It seems that almost all of humanity is cursed with the same problem. I know I suffer from this, and to a large degree at times. Here's what I'm talking about. When I was single, and I would meet a woman for the first time, I found her attractiveness to be much higher versus the next time I would see her. The idealized version of her in my head was not reality, it seems. My initial impression of someone was not based in reality. It was based on a different version of them in my head. It happened over and over to me until I realized this pattern for what it was for. I wore rose-colored glasses. As a sidebar, if you're not familiar with that term, there is a hyperlink in the blog itself that you can uh, click on and read the definition. This is why I waited five years to propose to my now wife. I wanted to be sure that she wasn't hiding a sort of crazy that I couldn't see. And I also wanted to make sure that she was seeing me in all lights as well, that I was a brand of crazy that she could handle. Five years affords a lot of life's changes, ups and downs, and more to get a real good idea of who you're dealing with before you sign that marriage certificate. Far too many people are in a rush to, air quotes, solidify a relationship through marriage when the reality is there is so much to learn about one another before this should occur, in my opinion, of course. I have seen far too many 20-somethings rush to get married right out of college, only to grow apart by age 30 or even sooner and get divorced shortly thereafter. You need to figure out as much as, as possible ahead of time and not plan on dealing things just as they come up. If you take a look at the divorce rate stats, you can see for yourself. The national divorce rate is about 60%. But as you'll see in the research numbers, again, a hyperlink in the blog below, there are tons of contributing factors. Without a doubt, marriage at an early age is stacking the, the deck against you. The quote that gave me the spark of information inspiration was for this blog as follows. The problem with rose-colored glasses is that all of those red flags just look like flags. <laughs> I thought that was very well put. You need time to see the person for who they really are. You want to know how they will handle adversity, how they fight, how they interact with your family and with theirs. If someone goes from zero to 60 over every little thing that appears to be a disagreement, you may want to consider, reconsider hitching your wagon to them. And if the opposite is true, no communication and a cold shoulder for every minor infraction that occurs, again, you may want to reconsider a lifetime of that type of treatment. Walking on eggshells all the time, trying not to upset your partner to avoid fights is no way to live and certainly a recipe for disaster. You need to understand that everyone has baggage from previous relationships as well as their upbringing and other environmental factors. I highly recommend that you work on losing those rose-colored glasses as quickly as possible when dating somebody new and start looking for the red flags. If you leave the glasses on, as the quote that I read previously implies, the red flags will just look like regular flags. You will be blinded to the warning signs that are right there in front of you. No one is perfect, but to quote a good friend of mine, you have to find a brand of crazy that you can deal with. 
Man, I tell you, truer words have never been spoken. I know I have my own stuff, and although I do my best to contain it, that stuff spills out once in a while. It's just how it is. So I needed to know that my wife could handle those spills. And I needed to see her spills and issues as well, and how she handles them. She is a rare breed and handles things very differently than most women. It's one of the things I love and admire, and admire about her the most. Now, I don't want to take the fun out of romance, but I firmly believe that you need to look at a long-term relationship like it's a business deal. There are many things to consider before diving into getting married. Here are just a few of the conversations I believe you should have before you make a leap like this. Do you want to have children? If so, how many and when? Are we raising those children in alignment with a particular religious denomination? Are we going to have help from family members? Are we going to both work or is one of us going to stay home with the kids? Here's a good one. What is your credit score? How much debt do you have? Because once you get married, that's your debt too. And another good one, do you plan on living in the same city your whole life? Is there somewhere else that you've always wanted to move to? There are, these are just a few of the myriad of questions that should be discussed way in advance of ever getting into a relationship. You need to take off the rose-colored glasses, set the emotions aside, and get down to business. One of the main reasons couple fight, couples will fight is about money. And the list above touches on a few of those points that need to be learned about one another. I was $70,000 in debt when I met my future wife. And I tried like hell to erase that before I proposed. I couldn't do it. My relationship with money was the reason I had that debt in the first place. I needed her help, but I didn't want to burden her with my issues. So... I also took the risk of not moving things forward until we sat down and had a long talk about this. She knew what she was getting into, and she agreed to be on that journey with me. Together, we erased that debt and are now completely debt-free, minus our very affordable mortgage payment. That is how you set yourself up for success. Communication in advance is key. Don't play fireman trying to extinguish something on fire when you could have had a planning session and mapped out a strategy avoiding these common issues altogether. I was stunned how many people asked me after I got married if we had talked about having kids yet. <laughs> what? The answer is yes, and we did that on date number two. I'm not kidding. My wife is 10 years younger, had been married before, and was 32 years old when we met. If her biological alarm clock was going off, I am not the guy she wants to be dating. Fortunately for me, she was of that same opinion, and we did and we did see uh, eye to eye, and therefore we moved things forward. This would have been a deal breaker if we were not on the same page. And it should be. This is a huge difference of life choices, and one of us would have held it against the other throughout our entire marriage if we had wait to talk about it until after we had tied the knot. I had already decided I didn't want to have kids, and I have not wavered on that decision. I have seen how tough my sister's life is, has been at times with four kids of her own, and I just decided I did not that, want that for myself. And I wasn't man enough to follow in my father's footsteps. 
But luckily, I knew a long time ago that that was the case, and I acted accordingly. And it takes more than both sets of fingers to count on how many of my friends have quietly made the statement to me, you know, I love my kids, but yeah, what they're trying to say is they envy my lifestyle. Stop assuming the best is always going to happen and that the person that you are in love with now will always be the same years down the road. Many men get married hoping their wives will stay exactly the same, while women frequently get married thinking they can mold that man into who they want them to be. That right there is a misalignment from both sides and a major contributing factor to the divorce rate. I am sure that this is just one of the people, one of the reasons married people bicker. I absolutely hate the way most people married to one another speak on a regular basis to each other. It drives me crazy to be around my married friends who seem to constantly be annoyed with their significant other. That's not how it's supposed to be. I understand it's not all sunshine and roses, but the majority of the time it should be, or at least you should treat one another with respect and as the long-term partner that they are. If you want to hedge your bet to be in a successful long-term relationship, please heed my advice. I've been around a while. I've been through some stuff, and I know what I'm talking about. I don't have all the answers, but you are welcome to the answers that I have, and this is a strong set of opinions that I definitely wanted to share. I wish you luck with your romantic endeavors.